Hey, Hound Dogs. I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And we're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, tonight we have a great guest, Don Wynn, coming back. Your second appearance on the show. Um, and we're here to talk about Comic-Con. You're actually, we're going, but you actually have a table there, right? Yes. I will be at Artist Alley, table HH03, or HO, as I've been calling it. <laughs> the, the fantabulous uh, Carl Altstetter, who uh, many people might know from doing toy design work, as well as being from Rob Liefeld's Extreme Studios. He's a fantastic artist. And we're a few tables down from the inimitable David Mack, who uh, you know has done incredible stuff like the Winter Soldier credits. He co-created Echo. He's done... A, an amazing run on Daredevil, so yeah, really honored to be in that row. It's fantastic. Okay, great. Uh, you're kind of a slightly mi uh, minor celebrity with the SDCC blog. Suddenly, you're I am okay. That. Well, I mean, you were something you were mentioned on there about your uh, effort to sort of, I guess, bring other people. You know, you're who's going, and you're keeping track and publish publicizing that, and that got you attention on the SDCC blog, right? Yeah. Uh, S the SDCC blog has been amazing. I'm a longtime follower, and uh, they really helped boost when um, you know the pandemic hit, and a lot of creators weren't able to make it into SDCC. And I was one of those people. It was supposed to be my first table in 2020, and uh, thankfully they were there and they promoted the fact that I was doing commissions and they got the word out. And I'm very appreciative of them. They've been friends ever since. That's great. Um, so. We've actually met you at Comic-Con, and you were at a booth, but it was sort of like, it seemed like you were just there for an hour or something. I forgot exactly the situation. Oh, yeah. That was, you guys met me really early on. Uh, that, I think, was at the Geekscape table. So I was there with Jonathan London. Mm -hmm. and We've been um, longtime supporters, Don, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, you, guys are, <laughs> you guys are definitely day ones. But yeah, that, that was at the Geekscape booth, and Geekscape is uh, back again. I'll have to look up my graphic to figure out what their number is, but I think they're in the same same place. Oh, good. All right. Well, I just, we did uh, meet you. So this was your first time to table at Comic-Con? First time to table at an official Comic-Con. I've actually did special edition right. last year. So, But, yeah, at the regular Comic-Con, this is my very first table. So supposed to get in 2020, and we all know how that went. So thankfully I'm, I'm here now. <laughs> Yeah, because we applied to actually try to get a table, I think, when it was going to be the 2021, you know, if it happened, and they were like, oh, we, yeah. have, we have a backlog of people we promised tables to, so uh, we didn't get one, but glad you did, yeah. uh, you. and we will be by to, to see you uh, while we're there. Um, so you've done a lot of cons. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so what do you think is different about Comic-Con versus the other ones you've done? Uh, well, San Diego is a beast. Special edition was really different because, you know, that was during the pandemic. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, it was, a t it was like Black Friday weekend they decided to have it. So I think the idea was like, we do it on Black Friday, only locals will show up. People aren't going to be willing to fly in from out of town. So the crowd was super small, really chill. But I think this is going to kind of be back to, at least nominally in a way, uh, how Comic-Con used to be. And if that's the case, it's going to be bonkers. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll see how it goes. I know a lot of places are looking to lock down again with BA5 uh, being the crazy contagious variant. Uh, but I know Comic-Con is still doing safeguards and protocol where you have to come in 
with the Clear app and show your vac vaccination record or uh, right. proof of negative test. So we'll, we'll see. I hope everybody keeps safe yeah. and, uh, you know, everybody's aware. Because that was one of the things that obviously we're uh, nervous about, obviously, because yeah. uh, suddenly there's new version of COVID's out there that they, <laughs> well, we can't really stop it. Um, so uh, are you nervous at all about, because you're going to be sitting there and people are going to be walking up to you and talking to you and all that. I mean, is that kind of... You know, I was uh, I was a little hesitant at first, but I came back and started doing conventions last year, starting with uh, Rose City Comic Con and you know Salt Fanex, Salt Lake City. And for the most part, people are very understanding and very cautious. Um, and I, I hope it continues that way. I think you know the demographic lends itself to that. Uh, you know, being sci-fi fans, being uh, geeks and nerds in general. Uh, so I, I think there's a greater understanding of what's happening and, and people try to keep safe, but I, I don't know. It is in a way almost unavoidable at this point. I feel like it's just a matter of time before you get it. Um, well, I'm trying to knock on wood. We're trying yeah, to hopefully, knock on wood. And then, yeah. you know, hopefully it's a matter of if you do get it, uh, can you prevent other people from getting it? Yeah. Um, I've, I've been lucky. I've, I've been to two things recently where, uh, I've been in close contact with somebody who's had it. Um, and one, one was a friend recently that I hung out with and he told me the next day that he was positive. And one was at heroes con where I had gone to dinner with somebody who was uh, positive uh, after the event. And thankfully nobody else at the table was positive. So hmm. fingers crossed. Yeah. Good to yeah. know. Um, so what is your day going to be like at comic con? I mean, what time do you get there? What time do you get to leave? And do you sit there the whole day? Or you, you know, put a canvas over the table and go off and do something else or what? Uh, I'm going to have to put a canvas over the table and go do something else because uh, at every official day of Comic-Con, so aside from preview night, I'll be on a panel. Um, and I believe, I believe two of them are at night, so that won't be that bad. But on Sunday which is my very own panel. It's gonna be uh, the mobile workspace panel and that's Sunday from four to five in room 11. So for that, I'm not there for the last hour of my table, but I get in on preview night. Um, well, technically I guess I get in on preview morning, which is the first Wednesday. And that's when fans get a chance to, you know, go mm -hmm. through, they, they've earned that badge or not earned, but if they were lucky enough to get that badge and uh, check out all the vendors and all the booths and maybe pick up some exclusives in that time. Uh -huh. Hopefully I'll be down there early in the morning and have set up before the show opens. And then, yeah, I'm there till Sunday. So, I mean, do you start the day at six in the morning getting things? Or are you there at nine and you stay till six? Or, I mean, you know, just what is your day going to be yeah. like? I'm driving down from uh, L.A. here. So I will probably be up around 530-ish and try to get out the door by six. Hopefully I'll be packed the day before. And it's just a matter of rolling stuff into the car and out. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a two, two and a half hour drive. Uh, hopefully no traffic down to San Diego, get into that parking lot. I bought a, uh, you know, convention parking and, uh, hopefully roll all my stuff up, get set up and then go to the hotel and chill now, uh, until the show starts. Now. Okay. So, I mean, I was one of the questions I wanted to ask you, I mean, do they help you get parking or are you just on your own and there's your, you know, I mean, how does that uh, because I would assume they people do, with tables have things to bring up and all that. They do uh, exhibitor parking sales. So uh, I don't know if you guys have ever bought parking through the convention, but yes. they do a 
they do a lottery. So it's the same system. It's kind of like a lottery for exhibitors. And then there's like, I believe there's two locations. So there's directly under the convention center. And then there's a local uh, spot nearby. And then it's just a matter of which one you want. And so I got one of the convention, like right under the convention. Convention center is awesome parking. Yeah. yeah. It is. I've never been. This is going to be my oh. first time. Though. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited to not have to lug my stuff all the way from a hotel across the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm super excited about that. No, yeah. The, the, we've, uh, we obviously were not, well, this year we were sans parking so far because they, we didn't get into the lottery. Yeah. Uh, but we've parked in the convention center before and it's like, you know, for us, we could go down there and sit in the car and eat, you know, and be, you know, have a place to sit down and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a little respite from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crush of people yeah because there's really no place to you have a table but there's really no place to sit down at comic-con you know or they they have little lounge areas that are just always full of people and i think that you know somebody just okay i'll be here all day you know and uh there's really no place to ever sit yeah if you're a professional there's a professional's lounge so you can go to the pro lounge and hang out Hmm. where's the pro lounge it is right outside a sales pavilion as long as you have a professional badge, you yeah. can just walk right in. Uh, there's water. There's coffee. Sometimes there's juice and soda. It's really nice. Trust me. If you guys have pro badges. Yeah, we're, we have pro badges. No yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it, but you can go into the pro lounge. Okay. That's a dance yeah. I did not realize. Come on the table. I'll, hook, I'll, I'll tell you guys where to go. <laughs> okay. Pro, pro now now we have to find you. Um, yeah. So, uh, and you're staying, I assume, nearby yeah i am at a local hotel i lucked out with the lottery because everything's yeah. a lottery and yeah. i got a, a downtown hotel uh, so. we, we stay in a place we're not supposed to talk about but um oh, I, that's okay yeah um it's a hotel but i called today to confirm my reservation you know just to make sure there's no issue and they go yeah we have you down for yeah. two rooms i go no 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 i only want one room don't charge me for two i still oh wow yeah i was like I, I they, they they transferred me to somebody to you know so you can cancel that second reservation and they were not really very helpful and they couldn't figure out that you know they oh you, know, you just have the one so I'm like okay yeah but was if it I show on peak what was it through on peak like the reservation system no it's through another it's just directly oh, okay. with a hotel we've been staying at this oh, hotel okay. for a while and yeah. It's, nice yeah we have a little a little routine worked out <laughs> that's, no that's good yeah. especially if you can like pre-book and get an even better price that's, yeah well that's key. it's still yeah. like high <laughs> oh no yeah it's it's gonna be high yeah we, we all for anybody watching that doesn't know things really like bump up during con con time yeah you figure like they kind of like double the price of the room yeah. kind of stuff yeah yeah Hmm, there's a strange bump in price during this particular yeah, week of the year. <laughs> um, so you're gonna be on. You said you're gonna. You said you're gonna be on panels every day. What panels are you gonna be on? So Thursday night, I am on a panel called Real or Fake. Uh, I have to pull up the graphics and tell you guys what what uh, time everything is at. Let's see. Real or Fake is. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> It is in Grand 10 and 11 of the Marriott Marquis at 7 o'clock. And then Friday, I'm at the Creators Assemble uh, Community Camaraderie uh, panel, which is from 1 to 3. And I believe that is also, if I can find the graphic for that, I think that's also over in the hotel section as well. And I want to say that's in Marina D. 
Um, yeah, a lot of the bigger, a lot of the uh, panels I, I feel like are taking place this year over at the Marriott uh, Marquis. Yeah. So real or fake? What is that? Real or fake is a game show. I've never been a part of it. I was invited on, and it sounds like a lot of fun. So basically, uh, we're going to be divided into two teams of competitors, and then uh, we're going to be pitched stories, and oh. we have to decide whether or not they're real plot lines to actual comics or if they're fake. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, so existing comics. Okay. Yeah. From, from existing comics, and it could be from any, any time period, uh, which is from my understanding. Huh, wow, that's going to be interesting. Uh, and, yeah. and, and is there a prize for this game show? No, I think it's just one of those fun game shows, uh, like the Grand Geek Gathering. That's another panel I'm going to be a part of. They do a show called Unnecessary Debates, where it's two groups are divided, and then they basically debate through topics. There's no prize. It's uh, all just for glory. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're on a panel on, okay, that's Saturday? Yeah, so Unnecessary Debates is Saturday night, and then Sunday is my very own panel, uh, which is done in conjunction with the Sketchy Bug group that I'm a part of, as well as the Comic Art Professional Society, which I'm also a part of. Uh, so we join forces, and we do a panel called Mobile Workspace, which basically we're just trying to democratize the process of making comics for everybody, mm -hmm. especially in this day and age where we all have mobile devices. So we're basically going to show you how to do comics from your smartphone or your tablet, um, as well as uh, we have a filmmaker on board uh, who will be talking about making a movie from a, an iPhone. Hmm. Okay. And that's at 4 o'clock on Sunday? Yeah, 4 o'clock, 4 to 5 on Sunday in room 11. So we hope everybody can come on down, especially if they have an interest in making comics, and check it out. And hopefully we can answer some questions and get you on your way to making some stuff and you know building some content. We have a fantastic group of people. Christy Shin uh, is there. She's the president of uh, CAPS um, and also the creator. I don't know if I can say the word of Demon B letter TCH. Uh, uh. Yeah, we don't curse on this show, but you're saying the word yeah. you're saying the word <laughs> yeah, bitch, so, right? So we, 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 yeah. Okay, we're all adults, so. so. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I, I can curse or not, but she is a creator of that uh, fantastic underground comic. Uh, we have uh, Maxi Rodriguez, who's also known as Casito Productions. She does a comic called Chubby Bunny. She's the sketchy bug zine queen. She has over a hundred and eighty-six thousand TikTok followers. Wow. And then uh, my buddy Aaron and I, who are running. A campaign called Retro on Kickstarter right now. He is an Emmy-nominated uh, editor, and uh, he's created a short live-action film featuring Reno Wilson from Mike and Molly and Good Girls, which is part of our campaign. Hmm. Okay. And he did that all from his iPhone. Right. Yeah. People can be very creative. Um, there was a guy, uh, Joe Sway, when we had him on the show. Yeah. He had done his whole little. Uh, Kickstarter video yeah. using his iPhone and just you know like wow, you can be very cre very creative if you're creative yeah. with those kind of devices. We're basically yeah. writers and we have other people do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so are there, are there any panels that you're planning to attend that are not your own or you know that you're Unfortunately, on? Unfortunately, yeah, it's the the amount of time that I'm going to be spending on the panels is already taking up a lot of time. 
So it's it's a matter of balance. Uh, if there are some really good ones, and there are a lot of them, mm -hmm. I will try to make time to get to them. But honestly, I have so many friends and so many panels right now that right. it's it's kind of insane. So I, I can't dedicate that time because I need to be at the table, just right. you know, hawking my wares, taking care of my commission list, and making sure I deliver uh, to everybody who's pick, picking up something or picking up a commission. Right. So are these commissions all done in advance, or are they? Do you take them at the show, or what? I take them at the show. I take them in advance. So right now I have, I want to say three or four that I'm working on, uh, in advance. And then yeah, whoever shows up at the show, I'll still have space up until maybe early Sunday. And then I usually only have space for like three large, like 10 by 16 or tabloid pieces. So if anybody out there is interested, jump on it now, right. uh, especially if you can order it early and I can just deliver it to you at the show. I don't have to worry about it. That makes it even better. Yeah, we we were uh, talking to uh, Kurt Sauer, uh, writer who was at a yeah yeah, and uh, it's like so and you know people artists do commissions and what do you do you write mm -hmm. like little things for people and uh, he said no he's just trying to sell his comic book, but he actually was doing fairly well with that. But I just thought it was kind of like you you have an advantage over us that people <laughs> will pay for your art. You know, yeah your art or just, you're not gonna pay us to write a. I could write a love letter for you for your girlfriend, you know. <laughs> Some people do do that. Um, you know, the first time I saw that was I was in New Orleans, and they had this, I don't know if you guys have ever been to New Orleans or been in uh, Frenchman's Quarter. So not the French Quarter, but Frenchman's Quarter. They have this little kind of like whimsical alley, just this alley of uh, little shops and creators and a few of them are writers, and they have little typewriters and they're typing <laughs> poems and stuff. Uh, for I don't know how much. I want to say it's like 30, 40 bucks, and you'll get an actual poem that they type out on the spot. Hmm. Um, and I know uh, other people have offered it too at conventions that are writers. So just something to think about. You bring a little printer. I, I've recently seen somebody have this tiny little CMYK printer, which blew my mind. It was made about eight inches wide, yeah. and she was printing like artwork. She was like, "I'm going to do digital commissions and just sell these little like four by six pieces." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." So, with the setup you have at Comic Con, do you have electricity? Uh, I will be bringing a battery pack, so I personally will have access to like power up, um, you know, like a Surface tablet or an iPad if I wanted to. But no, you have to pay additionally to have an outlet. Okay. Or internet too yeah so how much is it to have a table uh well it depends on where you're at so in artist alley it actually doesn't cost you anything right um there's a price and they, they give it back to you right yeah I remember yeah I, I believe it's a uh, part of their uh mission statement which is you know they're there to promote the medium and popular culture and popular art or art in popular culture so you know that's why we're also confined to four foot tables but you know i'll take free yeah hey. um, but if you want a larger table i think those usually go for 350 or 400 dollars and above that obviously uh and exhibitor booths are in the hundreds yeah so i, I would um yeah i would gladly take a free table <laughs> because yeah. that, i always have a feeling that's what we'd be making out of it um so um you're not, so you're just going to be basically there at your table, except for these times you're going to panels. Mm -hmm. um, have you been? Getting, what? <laughs> I said, or getting food? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, do you plan to eat at your table? I always eat at my table. Um, I think a lot of us do. So usually you have people bring you food. Uh, if you have you know somebody to help out, or you know you just ask your neighbor if they're cool uh, to watch your stuff while you go get food. And if your neighbor is nice and you guys are copacetic, hopefully you'll be giving them food as well, just as a kind <laughs> gesture to be like, hey, thanks for checking out uh, and keeping watch over my table. Now, do you have a helper with you, or are you just by yourself? I'm just by myself uh, this time. Unfortunately, you know, um, you know, we've had some things happen in the family, so my wife won't be able to come. Um, and it will just be me, but you know, Carl is really cool uh, to hang out with. I actually took over his table at Comic-Con Revolution Ontario recently because he couldn't make it. Um, but I'm looking forward to hanging out with him uh, that weekend. Hopefully the rest of our neighbors are awesome as well and uh, we'll watch out for each other. And I feel like that's usually how it goes at conventions. Um, I've been really lucky just to have a slew of amazing neighbors at every show I'm at. So usually when I, I re-up for the next year, I'm like, yes, please give me the same neighbors because I really like them. Um, so how did you get your panel done? I mean, how'd you go through that process? What was that like? Oh, uh, you just submit. Uh, you know, they have a panel application, so you just fill it out. Uh, and that goes for any convention. If you have a good idea, you think uh, something that people would be really interested in, uh, you just submit for a panel. And then, uh, you know, it goes through a selection process, and if the committee decides that your panel is worthy, you get a panel. Oh. I was thinking about something in a panel, but that's... No, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk to somebody that I know I also has submitted panels, but it sounds, yeah, it sounds like you just have to have a good idea. We were trying to get, uh, we met a, uh, uh, at a writer's convention, uh, met mm -hmm. this woman that was into, uh, say martial arts yeah. and demonstrating things and trying to write, uh, how like, you know, kind of, she wrote a book. I can't even think of the title. Fight right. That fight right. Thank you. And it's basically for writers on how, to like, you know, if you throw a punch, you're gonna, you could break fingers and things like that. Or how long does a fight really last? And kind of what is all that kind of, you know, just basically for people that are writing about people having fights and kind of right. Yeah, it's yeah. for uh, helping you write better fight scenes. Right. And so we were like, that would be a good thing for Comic-Con. And we mentioned that to her at the show like five years ago. And she was like, yeah, okay, thanks. And then she's like, that was a really good idea. <laughs> she totally wanted to do it. I don't know if she got, I don't think she got in this time. But uh, yeah, it's that kind well, of Well, you guys should totally submit. I think that's a great idea. Um, well, it's her idea. We can't really say <laughs> We can't really, yeah. And then she'd come in and do the, do the whole panel, um, but yeah, no, I th that was that was sort of like I thought that'd be really because uh, some of the, we used to go to this one guy that was uh, how to write. You remember all these names better than I do, right? Uh, and it was basically kind of almost discouraging you from writing. Oh, uh, Maxwell, Drake. <laughs> yeah, Maxwell Drake. Yeah, it was like you know, wow, like what really? Was, I mean, it was <laughs> almost to that point of like you know. Uh, yeah, how hard it's going to be, and you know, for him, everything's you know, he's doing okay, I guess. But it was, but the whole thing was very like, wow, I don't know if I could do this, you know, <laughs> when you're through wow. with, the, with the shows. So we thought, try to eliminate the competition, that's maybe. Really <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was almost discouraging, you know, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll give it up. Um, so we thought that would be, they do have kind of those panels that help people, and we yeah. thought that she'd be good for that. 
but that wasn't the panel I was thinking of. But um, so, have you you've been to Comic Con before? Yeah. So my very first time attending, if I recall correctly, I want to say it was 2015. So that was my very first con. But I only attended as fans prior to the time that you guys saw me. So every year from then until 2018 was the I think the time you guys met me. Uh, I was just there as a fan. Um, and then, you know, it was a matter of making the decision to create and go on the other side of the table. Uh, and I made it a point to do that, and I haven't looked back since. Now, do you have any sort of fond memories from having gone to Comic-Con? Did you meet anybody <laughs> that changed your life or anything? Besides us, but anybody that uh, changed your no, life? Of course you guys, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like, like to fun. say I have the dumbest luck at San Diego Comic-Con. So I don't know if you guys know, but I've been on stage with Jim Lee. Yeah, I uh, saw the I saw Which the is insane. And I have amassed quite an amazing collection of original art uh, at Comic-Con. I have original pieces from Ed McGinnis. Um, I have an original piece, obviously, from being on stage with Jim Lee. Uh, an original jock piece, which <laughs> blows my mind. Uh, an original Umberto Ramos piece. So, yeah, I, I've had a lot of luck there. And, you know, I try to pay it back uh, as best as I can hopefully be a good member of the comic book creating community and of the comic community. Um, and yeah, so Comic-Con is a super special place to me. Every convention is, but San Diego in particular holds a lot of special memories for me. Um, just, you know, sometimes things seem like they might be down and then all of a sudden you're like high as a kite. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. We, we've met some, uh, like in the same day, met Kurt Hammett from Metallica and Weird Al Yankovic, you know. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think also the Aquabats. <laughs> yeah, the Aquabats. And, and uh, nice. Joel, Hodge, Joel Hodgins from... Uh, Hodgson from yeah, MST. Yeah, he was there, went around. He, he was really cool that before the... it was He was going to be at a table and he had to stand in uh -huh. the line. And he went around and went into the line, shook everyone's hand and said, hi, nice, thanks for coming, blah, 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 before you went over to beat him again. I thought that was oh, really that's super nice. cool. Yeah, super cool. That is really super cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they often say uh, never meet your heroes, but I feel like I've really lucked out at conventions um, and being in comics. I've met a lot of my heroes. Uh, and I've said this before, I've met a lot of my heroes, and they've all been really kind, especially if they have the time. Because, you know, you always want to ask to make sure the person has the time to talk. Um, and if they have a spare moment, they've always spared a moment to give, you know, some direction, some feedback, or some tips. Uh, and I feel like that is part of what making comics is. Like you, you some, you somehow have to look to people who do it better than you, um, and, and hopefully you know people that you you admire and ask them ask them questions. Um, and they may or may not have the answer, but if they can spare spare a moment, it's it's really amazing. Um, and I always tell the story about uh, Brian Stelfreeze. He gave me my first portfolio review at Big Wow Comic Con, which used to be up in um, the San Jose area. So Frank Cho helped to run that convention. And Brian Stelfries is like an artist artist. I mean, the man is amazing. He had, obviously he's super popular now after his run on, you know, uh, Black Panther. And he did uh, Shadow of the Bat back in the day uh, as a painted comic, which was insane. Uh, but yeah, he, you know, I asked him to look if he had some time and if he could look at my work. And he put in like a good 20, 30 minutes, like talking wow. to me about 
making comics and making art and giving me tips. Um, and that was really transformative uh, for me. And, you know, I've, I've said thanks to him uh, before and I like to wave hi to him. I just said hi to him at Heroes Comic Con. Uh, but sometimes I, I don't think, you know, these creators realize like that small amount of time that you spend with them, like how, how incredible that is for the person that they're offering their time to. And sometimes they do know, like, you know, Dustin went obviously to the variant cover for my comic and I can't think of enough and he will not accept anything. I'm like, do you want me to give you it? And he's like, no, man, I just want a copy of the comic. That's it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, That's a nice thing to remember when someone asks you to do a cover for them, Tom. Uh, <laughs> there you, got, you, go. you got to meet somebody that was a hero of yours. Yeah. Uh, last week we were talking about uh, Kizuki Takahashi, who recently passed. Yeah, uh, and from Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah, the creator yeah. of Yu-Gi-Oh, and uh, talked about how he uh, went through the effort to go through the lottery to meet him, and uh-huh. uh, it was really cool because not only did we get like a, a unique uh, artwork made specifically for the show, but it was also like Yu-Gi-Oh was basically one of the first uh, anime and manga series I had gotten into so that uh, mm-hmm. introduced me to the wider world of anime and manga and uh, his uh, his work had an impact on us and then also like the Yu-Gi-Oh card game uh, was something that helped us socialize with people uh, even when things were like difficult <laughs> So that yeah, was a big deal for them yeah. to meet him. Yeah. Uh, have you ever have you ever met someone that was kind of like that for you? I feel like that's everybody. <laughs> like the question is, who haven't I met yet? Um, you know, I I I'm just I've been really fortunate. Like I said, and you know, I try to pay it back as much as possible. But to have like Jerry Conway, the co-creator of The Punisher, in my life is insane. Yeah. And you know, Jerry came up to me and said hi because he was also at. Comic Con Revolution Ontario. So shout out to James and Mike uh, of Comic Con Revolution Ontario for having such an amazing guest list. But to have him come up and just say, "Hey, good work!" Like, thanks, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for helping out with Skulls for Justice was insane, um, and it was it was an honor to meet him. And you you can see just like what you're talking about uh, with Yu-Gi-Oh, like people were coming up to him and just talking about how the stories that he helped create like molded how they view humanity really in a way you know with characters like the punisher or like what happened with gwen stacy and spider-man um and he continues to create to this day which is incredible um so yeah if you're in comics if you're into comics um it it is really a kind of a small world we are in a microcosm of sorts and yeah go just go meet your heroes and hopefully have great experiences with them and let them know that you enjoy their work Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. So I guess that's a good place to uh, <laughs> get way to end it. So, you, again, where are you going to be at Comic-Con in case someone's just tuning in or listening to the oh, end? Of course. I will be in Artist Alley, HH03. Come down and find me. Like I said, I'll be next to the amazing Carl Altstetter, uh, who worked with Extreme Studios. He does toy designs now, and he is a fantastic artist. He has a few commission spots open, and we're a few doors down from – incredible david mack so i'm sort of in a murderer's row of uh, <laughs> uh which is mind-blowing yeah so artist alley hho3 
And then I'll be part of four panels, like I said. Thursday is real or fake. Friday, please come if you are a comic book creator. We are doing a networking panel as part of Creators Assemble. Um, Nick Dragota is in it, which is blows my mind. The people that are in this panel, so please come to that one. Uh, it's fantastic, and that one's from one to three. And then uh, Saturday night, I'll be part of Unnecessary Debates with the Grand Geek Gathering. And Sunday, I'll be doing my own panel on creating content from your mobile device called Mobile Workspace, uh, which will be in room 11 from oh. four to five. Wow, it sounds like a full full weekend for you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be busy. We'll hopefully I manage well um, and have fun. I mean, I feel like that's the point of conventions. Yeah, we're gonna be walking around with masks on and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I may have yeah, to. Wear, I may have to. Wear, I'm just gonna wear a shirt to say Power Squared in case anybody cares. But. Yeah. Do you guys have masks, customized masks to say that too? We do have uh, for the school. Uh, we have we had uh, I had masks made, but we're probably just gonna wear N95s. But okay, that, those were once they they weren't. You know that was before that was the N95s were the thing. Yeah. But we had yeah. we had one. So all the creators in our team, I'll say, have one. That it's I actually have two because I got two different colors. But yeah, it, it says. Uh, you know the school on the side the school yeah yeah there it's, you go yeah all right um, you can always double up i've tried that it does get hot though it gets yeah. really stifling hot double masking <laughs> that way yeah all right well thanks for being on the show uh, thanks for having me and then next week we're going to be at comic-con but the show will continue yes as rachel and julia are going to do it without us so we'll see what happens yes They'd probably be bad mouthing us. <laughs> All right. So until next. <laughs> so until next time, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. <laughs>